We did not make the podcast awards slate. That's all right. We've got a whole other year to grow, get more listeners. Fuck you, Amy Schubert. What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. Martin's Song of Ice and Fire series, Finishing Clash of Kings. Oh shit. That's Zach. What up? I'm Nate. Yo. Your brotherly co-host. I said yo for Nate. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway. Yeah, if you joined us before, we are full spoiler. We, I mean, we're at the end here, so obviously Clash of Kings will be spoiled for you, but there may be things from Storm of Swords, Feast for Crows or Dance of Dragons in here, so if you haven't read the whole series, this is your warning now. If you have joined us before, hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, guys. Anyway, we are reading this chapter, Brand's final chapter and the final chapter so last episode we read john's final chapter what a fucking john killed the half hand what a golden chapter that was the half hand knew it was gonna happen he set it up but basically allowed it for john to switch sides into the wildlings to get some info watch and learn and see what he could infiltrate returning to his brothers and lord commander mormont and that's pretty much the gist of John. John's up in the north. Mance is already well down the milk water, mount- marching on the wall. And John is with the grit and rattle shirt and a pissed off be, eagle. It's going to be sick. It's going to be fucking sick. Anyway. This episode, though, we're reading Bran. And last we had left Bran. No. Well, last we had left Bran. Well, and... that's what's cool. Is last we left Bran, his castle had been taken over by Theon. <sighs> last we saw him from somebody else... He was made, he was escaping from Theon in Winterfell, and supposedly was butchered and left above right. the walls. Of now Winterfell. we haven't feigned that, like pretending we didn't know that was gonna occur, that he was alive. But this is the big reveal, and I love it. I love it. I love it. And so I got to thinking about it my first time, and so I'll be talking about that at the end of the chapter here that I. That this reveal came on. When you popped your brand cherry. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool. But it's, it's neat that there's a whole nother big brand thing. Like the fall in Game of Thrones in this, he's alive. Yeah. Like it's like, oh shit. Like this And the fall man. gets referenced. Yeah. But starting brand seven, he notes that the ashes fell like a soft gray snow. And so Bran is warging summer. And summer pads to the edge of the wood, and beyond the open fields, he sees the great piles of Man Rock, a.k.a. Winterfell. Winterfell. Stark against the swirling flames, the air blew hot and rich with the smells of blood and burnt meat. So strong, he began to slather. <laughs> yeah, he wants to eat some dead people, yo. I mean, who doesn't? I, yet, I don't. Oh, yeah, other smells warned against the approach. Men, many men, and horses, and fire, fire, fire. Yeah, and then here, looking up at the sky, he sees a winged snake whose roar was a river of flame. Right. Whoa, 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 what? What the fuck is it? Now, a few different things that I, I was thinking here. I, first of all, what I think this actually is, is the lack of knowledge and it's just a, not necessarily an explosion, but a jet of flame, a, a big gout. Right. And he just happens to see the cloud billowing, and it looks like a big, big old snake in the sky. Yeah. 
there's the, if we want to get a little tinfoily here, there's been known to be dragons in Winterfell, or rumored to be, you know, beneath Winterfell. Right. So perhaps the burning of this happened to free said dragon, and we just actually saw and heard the dragon, a dragon escaping from Winterfell. There's a fucking dragon in the north doing some shit from this point forward. So... That's my tinfoil, so Sweet. when there's a dragon that pops up out of the fucking blue, this is where it came from. I'm stating that now, but I'm more inclined to believe that it's just the wolf Weird interpretation from knowing the wolf. How, yeah. to, how to say it. Probably. Yeah, that's where I was For leaning. just a gout of flame shooting out of the buildings. But the ash obscures its eyes, and then it's gone. Anyway, the fires crackled all through the night, and when dawn came... Or, uh, sorry, once came a great roar and a crash that made the earth jump under his feet. Something collapsed some building, and we'll learn. Actually, I think it's one of the, uh, the, the ghost, towers. The ghost of the broken tower? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, howls shuddered through the night. The howls of the man pack. Wails of fear and laughter and screams. No creature was so loud as man. Yeah. So these are the Boltons just killing and slaying yeah, the entire Yeah, it's castle. the end of the, the butchering that occurred in Winterfell. Right, right. And, and it, it wasn't until the sun comes up that they finally ventured out into the fields right. heading towards Because eventually, itself. in time, it says the, the flames dwindled. and yeah, the noises and screams yeah. settled. And only then did he and Shaggy Dog head in. Buildings are completely burnt out, and crows blanket all the bodies. It's, it's a fucking massacre, flying away and screeching at their approach. Right. Shaggy Dog kills a dying horse that was just laying there kind of screeching and bleeding out. So before he can get his, his maw into it, Summer comes over and, t- and knocks him down. Throws uh, some... Asserts his dominance. You would know what that's like, being put down by the older, more superior brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, bitch. Fight me. You know how that goes. You won't win. Don't listen to him. And... He's posturing for you listeners. <laughs> He's posturing. Anyway... Yeah, anyway. Uh, where am I at? That, it's at? Actually, at that point right then that they he starts feeling that darkness, the cold, dark place pulling to him. This scared the shit out of me. I didn't know what this was. I was like, yo, what dark place is pulling Summer? What the scared fuck? What's happening? Yeah, you're done. But it's, don't you dare, <laughs> you piece of shit. Bran is being summoned by the people Yeah, and it's funny because he's, he's fighting it. He he does not, you know, no, this is who I am. I'm a wolf. I belong here. Don't make me leave. But the darkness comes across all of his senses. His eyes, his mouth and nose fill with it. His ears fill with the darkness. I just thought that was an interesting way oh, to yeah. relate it's like, what's it's happening. like drowning. All he's doing is reawakening, but awakening, he's in this dark, gross, creepy place. And he hears a voice say, Bran. Come back now, Bran. Link, wake up. Hey! Hey, listen! <laughs> he closed his third eye and opened his other two. Fucking boring. And Mira is holding him in the dark. And he tells basically of Winterfell what he saw. Like, oh, I was with Summer. Winterfell is burnt as shit. Men were dying. And it's pretty awful up there. And Mira's like, yo, you're all sweaty and shit. Yeah, you, you want you, you something to drink? Like, like, you, you've, it's been no And good he's for like, you. yeah, I want to drink. And then he realizes he's fucking hungry, too. And he thinks so, he was always weak and thirsty when he came back and hungry. And but it's, it's also right here where he says that he feel, his tongue feels weird and heavy. Yeah, speaking. And he thinks that one day he's going to come back and he'll not know how to talk anymore. Yeah. What do you think about that? 
Could be foreshadowing of being stuck in an animal or in a animal forever. Um, yeah, so I, I mentioned my feelings on this to you off off the mic. Off the mic. But I I honestly think it could potentially be a, a nod in the direction towards, you know, showing that Martin is heading almost where Bran did end up in the show with that emotionless, like, one day I'm going to come back and not know how to interact with people right. correctly just anymore. Be I'm just going to be... Information, knowledge. Yeah, and so maybe it's something like that as yeah, well. Yeah, but who yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting thought that he has because it could, yeah, just be implying his second life that he'll have uh, that we hear about from Veramir Sixskins and Dance, or it could be something more serious where he's tapped into the werewolf net and becomes a robotic. But yeah, so Mira's very motherly to, yeah. to him as well. I think that's interesting. A lot of people ship them. Do you buy the, the shipping? Oh, yeah, a lot of because Bran has a little crush on her, definitely. No, I definitely get that, Dude, that matronly. Like, some people and, like, ship She's, them. like, the babysitter almost. And, I but... mean, it's not wild to consider. No, it's not, and there's nothing wrong with the idea, but it almost seems to me like she's very caretaker. More elder sisterly. Yeah, than, just very, yeah. very protective of him. Yeah, just similar anything, to how she is with Jojen. Right, that's what I would say. Jojen's a little more capable in his green dreams. Bran is, you know, having right. everything taken from him kind of at once, so she's being a little more coddling with him. But, but yeah, so. I agree. It feels more yeah. maternal and sisterly. But, but Bran accepts a drink and asks how long he's been he's been out. Three days, little grandfather answers. Ooh. We were afraid for you. And this is when he notes that Mira dribbled some water down his m- mouth and they smeared honey on his lips. But that's not enough. You need to eat, Bran. I did eat. The wolf ate. Not you. Yeah. You, he says, take care, Bran. Remember who you are. Take care, Bran. Bran remembered. Like, yeah. Remember, Simba. Who you are. And yeah, he, he Bran thinks... remembers well, all too well. Bran the cripple, Bran the broken, better Bran the beastly. Yeah. His fucking X-Man name. Like... So, yeah, I really like that he, you know, he was the knight. But now that he's discovering this new thing, he's like, actually, though, this superpower is pretty tight. So, I think this is an interesting uh, contrast to John as well, who is going as well through a significant sort of title change where sure, sure. becoming Shapeshifter, a right, right. Oathbreaker, uh-huh. Turncloak. Turncloak. We've yeah. got a lot of that talk in these in this book. The last the last three chapters. With Theon, with John and and so with Bran it's a whole new term, beastling. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is its own sort of stigma that we've already been told about that beastlings are wild Savages, things and, yeah. and they're disturbing. And here in here the chill dampness of the tomb his third eye had finally opened. He could now reach out to Summer whenever he wanted, and once had even touched John and talked to, or touched Ghost and talked to John. Okay. Though maybe he had just dreamed that. Yeah. So now I know that you're gonna. You're well, gonna first do... let's let's start with the first bit. Down here in the chill damp of the tombs, yes. his third eye finally opened. Now this gives major credence to the fact that it's possible. That Rickon has already experienced third eye opening. Right. Because if this tomb is affiliated with spending some time down here and it assists in opening your third eye, he was down here a lot hiding. Supposedly talking to his father. Right. Doing some shit. So, that Rickon may be a little further along than Bran is at this point. Without the schooling. Without knowing. I think it's very interesting to think that they... They're prob- they're vocalizing all this around him. Mm-hmm. This is the training you need to do, and subconsciously, he's too young to realize it, but he's probably incorporating that same right. training. Right, he'll probably listen a little bit, yeah. Like, right now, he's asleep. Right. 
is is he asleep? Is he is he shaggy? Or is he warging right now? So how long has he been asleep? Is right. what I've been wondering. Right. I don't think it's been nearly as long, but I feel like that's definitely that I feel like he's out in Shaggy Dog yeah. this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like as often as he can. I think so as well. I think it's they're both doing the same thing and I think so you and I were discussing it that this could be potentially the death of my theory that Rick on was the one talking to John. Right. Woods. That this is John ad- or Brand admitting. But I don't he spoke think it is because I think Bran and at this point Rick on, I think they break the rules. We don't know at what point right. that was Bran speaking and to I John. Was say that that could be an older Bran in when he's with Brendan Rivers. We don't know that it was this moment. It could have been and at something the same time, else. We don't know. The stip- the circumstances, because, yeah, it, it just says that he spoke to John. Right. It doesn't say where. It doesn't. And the only reason I say it kind of is correlating is because it's one chapter than the very next or two chapters to go for John. It could very well have be a perfect lineup in right. the time frame where that. But it doesn't specifically state there. And to so, me, it seems a little red herring-esque. Like, yeah, no, Bran obviously is the one talking to John. But Bran didn't say that. He didn't say and like we're getting a lot of third eye talk and that's sort of what John's discussion was about but he didn't say that he told John to open his third eye it was you know he he touched ghost right. and got to talk to John like who knows so it leaves it slightly open ended i still think it puts a a little period there that his theory is proven i think false you're there. full of shit anyway you fucking have garrett is cold hand so shut um, up about my theories a motherfucker <laughs> but brand feels he wants to tell Asha about what's Well, he, he gets a little frustrated here because he's like, Jojen, what the fuck do you want from me? Like, first you're telling me open my third eye, open my third eye, but now you're pulling me back. And I think that's significant to note that Bran's, you know, he's pulling the Anakin. Like, they're he's holding been, me back. Like, I, 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 I do recall him being frustrated with Jojen. And, like, this isn't, and this a is, a, yeah, this is the seed of it. Like, this isn't a power you just take it and run with, kid. Like, you need to chill and listen to Jojen, and that frustration's already seeping in where yeah, he there's... specifically says he feels like Jojen's trying to pull him back now. And so he's like, yeah, I want to tell Osha. Where, where the fuck is she? And Osha's like, yo, what up? I'm here. And she's like, I've had my fill of wandering around, so yeah, apparently so... she's been wandering around. So and... otherwise I'm just chilling right here. And Brant, this is where like they, they discuss it. Brant tells her, but he notes that they all slept a lot, not just Brant, as there's really nothing else to do. And he tells Osha of Winterfell burning and all the men and the horses. And she's like, what men? And he's like, all oh, like a, a lot of them. Like, I don't know, a bunch like, of men. Yeah. But she, she tries to pass it off as a dream a little bit. And he's like, nah, it's not it's not like that. Like, we need to go investigate. Yeah, it was it's a wolf like, dream, motherfucker. And these aren't just wolf dreams anymore. Like, they're, they're I'm just, yeah, I'm seeing through his eyes. That's what's happened. But Osha says that. The squid prince, Theon, will strip her skin off with a whip if they catch her. And Mira squeezes Bran's hand and says, I'll go if you're afraid. And Osha lights a torch at this point. And when she does, the shadows move with it. And it seems for an instant as if the dead were rising too. Lyanna Stark, Brandon Stark, Rickard Stark, and all the other crazy fucking Starks. Yeah... Do you think there's any stock to it or just the shadows? I just it? immediately got called back to Theon's little feast yeah, of the banquet that, of yeah. the dead. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely, yes, I think there's something. 
I, I really do think this is just a well-played, you know, Martin setting the mood and really kind of making how creepy and awkward and, I mean, I think it's it cementing that Winterfell's not dead. Right. These things that. still stand, and yeah. the crypt still has power, purpose, meaning. And Bran notes that this was the Hall of the Dead, where the living feared to tread. And I liked that little rhyme scheme there. But it notes, In the mouth of the empty tomb that waited for Lord Eddard Stark, beneath his granite star- uh, likeness, the six fugitives huddled around their stores of food and water. And so they're hiding right in, right under Ned's little watchful yeah. gaze. And they're, they're kind of just going through their food supplies, and Osha's like, shit, like, we're... I'd have We're to go up anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have a choice as it is. I've got to go up, so... So she's like, yo, is it day or night up there? Because it's hard as hell to tell. Dude. And, and then Bran sees double vision tw- at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he tells her day, but it's dark from all the smoke. And she's like, my lord is certain. And he's like, all right, hold on a minute. Hold up. And yeah, he reached out, not moving. And for an instant, he's seeing double. He sees Osha and the torch, Mira and Jojen, Hodor, and the dead Stark lords behind them, stretching away into darkness. But there was Winterfell as well, gray with drifting smoke, the drawbridge down in a tangle of broken chains and missing planks, bodies floating in the moat, islands for the crows. He's got double vision. So he comes back and he's like, yep. Yeah, I'm certain. certain. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny because I I just noted it as Osha says prove it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, hold up. Bah. Screenshot. It didn't happen. I'm good. But Osha's like, all right, I'll take a look, but I want you lot all close behind me. So Rickon immediately gets excited. Oh, yeah, well, he woke up with the, with torch. the torch. I don't yeah. know if we actually mentioned that, we but did. yeah, he, he did wake up and with the torch. And starts asking if they're going home. They're going to where Shaggy Dog is. Now, I think that this is, A, it's going to be said throughout the chapter because he just doesn't almost understand that they are their home. Yeah. Like, that's their castle. That's where they've been. But he... I also think recognizes that Shaggy Dog was in Winterfell, as destroyed as it was. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, are we going up there now? Like, I want to go where, where Shaggy is, not yeah. here, wherever we are. Uh, Mira helps Bran up into his basket on Hodor's back. And even though Bran knew what was above, that didn't make it any, more fe- or any less fearful. And as they set off, he gives his father one last look. And it seemed Dude. to Bran... As if there was a sadness in Lord Eddard Stark's eyes, like he didn't want them to go. We have to, Bran thought. It's time. This it, this crushed me, dude. I almost I almost started tearing up. At yeah, this that's a uh, that's a. Uh, I mean, um, you think there's nothing to it? But see, I think because to me, it's it's very it's very much just fatherly. Just when they come back, when they return, if. Uh, they, they'll be grown. They'll be different men. They'll be men. They're not going to be just these boys coming back anymore. And so this is that, like, when we come back here, it's not going to be who we are anymore. Well, I mean, Bran even thinks of coming back later and what that entails. Yeah, yeah. if he's allowed to come back there. But I, and so it was just a very heavy moment with that, like, yeah. and granted, the finality of it. Like, because they did see the, their father the last time when he went south to, to King's Landing. Yeah. But this is... This is like Winterfell as well. It's like he's saying it's goodbye home. to Winterfell yeah, yeah. at home, not I mean, just Ned it, yeah. necessarily. And so it's saying, like, the, if I come back, I'll never be the same. I mean, he's Neither giving, will you. He's giving up on waiting on Cat and Rob to come back home, right. like all of that. He's, yeah, they're they're pretty fucked here. So I think that's what that really means. I don't think it has, like, any magical, mystifying meaning there. I think it's... Maybe it does, I, If but, it like, does, I could see it just being Winterfell being sad 
the journey, like, he's got to go. It is time. Yeah. Like, and this boy has some shit ahead of him, but it's necessary type thing. And if I stay and any it's, longer, it's Of just course, Ed Stark would be proud, but, you know, have that sad fatherly. Right. I'm, I'm proud of you, but go do your, your thing. Kind of how he looked at John when they Right, when, when left. they last met, yeah, or left, yeah. Right. So we get Osha had her spear and her torch in hand. A naked blade hung down her back, the last bearing Micken's mark. Forged for Lord Eddard's tomb to get, keep his bo- ghost at rest, but good steel was hard to resist since the Ironborn had basically locked it all away. And Mira had also taken Lord Rickard's sword, though she complained it was too heavy, and Bran took his namesakes, Lord, Lord Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. And he know he'd be shit in a fight, but the blade felt good in his hand, and we've had many characters say that, that just holding it yeah. gives them some sort of strength. And then he says this weird, thinks this weird little thing about, but it's just a game. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Hey. Him holding the sword? Yeah. Or like. Oh, no, I think the whole, I think he, like, it's decimated up there. There's nothing to be afraid of but ghosts up there. So if they're attacked, they're fucked. Like, there's nothing they can do because it's dead men up there. He's been through there with Summer and Shaggy at this point. He knows that there's. There's nothing to arm up against, but. So Having a blade in his yeah. hand feels good, like it's a game. Yeah, it's it's feeble protection. They're all doing it. They're all have weapons to protect Let's against be, yeah, the, the dead men. The goonies right. getting stri- yeah. yeah, and so I think it's that. We're playing a game. Right, right. The shadows swallowed his father as the flames uncovered more older statues from the kings in the north. And he names a dick yeah, tongue. I didn't either Some had done terrible things, but they were Starks, every one, and Bran knew all their stories. He had never feared the crypts. They were a part of his home, and he'd always known that he'd lie here too one day. But now, he's uncertain. If I go up, will I ever come back down? Where will I go when I die? That's kind of heavy shit for... I mean, again, we saw uh, Sansa contemplating her death. We've seen Jon numerous times, especially last chapter, contemplating his death and what that would mean. What's going to... He's the... You know, will the wolves howl if I die down... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's thinking, where will I go? And I also like to think of Ned here from Game of Thrones, that there's a a wintry hell reserved for the kings of the north or the lords of the north, and so is he going to end up in... But even Bran now is questioning that. That is he going to be welcome there now that he's leaving? But you're not leaving. Like you're still a Stark at heart, and like. Well, that's my. Do you think he will ever be back in the crypts? There is this um, a foreshadowing thing where like Bran will end up being back in these crypts one day and looking upon his father's statue again, or no? I think he. I'd like to think he will be. Uh, I don't know that he'll. And then the second part, I mean, you can't really answer that, but I just think it's interesting coming from Bran, knowing that he'll basically, he'll go into the Weirwood network. He'll go into the trees. Like, he'll become a part of, that's where you go, I would assume, people like Blood Raven, the Three-Eyed Raven, would go into the collective knowledge yeah, that is the trees. Yeah, you just become that where you just, you're living in one of those And I just somewhere. think that's a super, because that's, I mean, I would assume that that's sort, some sort of purgatory or yeah. hell-like existence of just not quite doing anything, just existing in knowledge. And, I mean, you might not be conscious of it. I don't know. It's getting pretty meta, weird, metaphysical yeah, yeah, shit. That, but so. it's uh, it's an interesting question for one like Bran who's going to tiptoe on the edge of the magic of this world to be questioning where he goes when he dies. But yeah. at the stairs, Osha hands the torch back to Mira and goes up alone. 
and Bran is suddenly afraid because he he's not sure he wants to go up. Yeah, it's funny because he's been he's been contemplating since they've gotten down there how much he hates it down hiding in the crypts where it's dark and dank. Not that he dislikes the crypts, like he said, he's not scared down there, but nobody wants to be hiding in the dark for that long. Right. But now that the time has come to get out, he's nervous about what's up there. Even though he knows what's up there, he, seeing it it makes it real. He'd felt safe in the darkness. Uh, in when you couldn't see your own hand in front of your face, it was hard to imagine things coming to get you. And the Stone Lords had given him courage, even when he couldn't see them. He had known they were there, which was how goes. John referenced ghosts last chapter, and I like that callback as well. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, before OSHA returns, we will uh, go ahead and convene our small council. Sure. Yeah. And uh, get you guys fun. the details for this final Clash of King episode. And, uh, and we'll maybe be right a little back. bit about the future of right. what's going to happen for the next uh, season. Season? Season. Fuck it. So we'll be right back for you. All right. All right. Welcome to the small council. It's tiny. It's a pretty small one. There's two of us. There are two of us well, physically here. Yeah, that's right. Listeners, you are all a part of our small, our council. small council. The small council of our hearts. Anyway, no so, shit. So, here in Southern California, it's hot as balls, and so we're going to try and keep this small council the short council today. Right. And so, we have a lot of emails that we want to touch upon and broach. Um, we're going to save those save for, it for the, good stuff. the Clash of Kings wrap-up episode, which is going to come out after this brand episode. And it's going to be just our thoughts about, you know, the whole book, our, you know, characters, what they've gone through. Maybe not touch upon everything you want to hear. We're going to keep it around the normal length of an episode well, usually. But that's the cool thing is here in the small council, we're here to tell you. Tell us what you want to hear in the wrap-up, and you can write it into us. And right. we're about to tell you how you can fucking do that. Right. So at the same time, writing into us, tell us... Because we're, uh, we're getting ready to start Storm Swords, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> we're probably going to do about a week and a half uh, interim. Of Zach just slamming his fucking head into the wall. Cause it's Of us working studiously on providing you with the greatest content that we can. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah uh, so let us know anything that you guys would like in the next book, what we're covering, how we're covering it. Otherwise, you know, we'll be coming up with some gimmicks to get you guys interested. We'll do what we can to get you guys involved more well, so I'm gonna than do we do. I'm going to do the next one. Entirely with an accent. Don't, don't, I'm, I'm, don't. I oh my god! Are you no, you could me? not. There's not a single accent that you could do without being offensively racist in some oh, way. Oh wow! All right. Maybe I not guess. racist, but mostly racist. Probably. So come off. All right. Racist. The first place you can get in touch with us is the long-winded email way, which is without manners brotherhood at gmail.com. It's not required to be long-winded. You can send us just short little True. ones too, inductees, things like that. Otherwise, the socials. I'm on Twitter at manners without. Carstark92, motherfucker, is where you can get. Zach on Twitter yeah. at Manners Without on Instagram as well. Hell yeah. Our Patreon, patreon.com slash without manners. Our Facebook, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. And there's the private Facebook group from the Patreon, stuff like that. We did not make the podcast awards slate. Wah, so wah. That's all right. We've got a whole nother year to grow, get more fuck listeners. Fuck you, Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, fuck you, Amy I'm Schumer. Like, and Kevin Bacon. Like, if you voted for us, thank you. Thank so you. Much. We appreciate it. We'll try again next year, and hopefully you, you'll Amy have Schumer. told some friends by then and, you know, got some extra listeners for Storm. Who doesn't love them? Some extra Storm. And honestly, I got nothing to follow up right there. Me so. neither. Um, <laughs> Wait, leave you hanging. Uh, uh, to our listeners in Lebanon, uh, thoughts and prayers yeah, are with you Beirut. guys because of the 
craziness that just occurred in Beirut. Yeah, the, so the random explosion. We, uh, we like, know we have some listeners over there. Hope everybody's staying safe as they can with yeah. this goddamn pandemic and then A that. big old fucking tragedy so, like that. Jesus, uh, just be nice to each other because the world's scary right now. Scary, scary. All right, back to the, the final s- chapter. scary Winterfell hellscape world. That one scary world. So they're waiting for a while, but eventually Osha returns, and she's looking grim, and she's like, yeah, uh, something's locking the door. I can't get by. Can you imagine that panic that that yep. woman had at yep. that door, dude? Yep. Like, I've got to I've gotta get these kids out, like, and fucking, it's just, I can't budget. Like, oh, man. Yeah, the to descent, des- Like, because you know she tried everything she could before descending those stairs and the descent, and so the descent, as Nate subliminally Throwing in there. You don't stop talking long enough for me to get a word in edgewise. Wow. Dang. It's a podcast. Someone's got to do the heavy lifting here. I know. And my neck is getting tired. I'm giving you the chance to continue fucking forward. So stop talking about how heavy your neck is and read the next fucking part of your notes. God, listeners, the unprofessionalism. I apologize. I lost where we were at. But anyway, Brand says, <laughs> yo, because she gets down there and says that the place is blocked. And Bran's like, Hodor can lift anything, Volunteers yo. Volunteers slave. What you got? Like, Hodor can't be throwing around, bitch. I don't like it. And so she's like, all right, we'll give it a shot. And they, they start making their way up. And she leads them, uh, I think then Hodor with Mira. With yeah, Rikon, I didn't know and, the order. And then Jojen in the rear. Yeah, it's tight, tight, tight. <laughs> But they get to the top. Uh, Osha tries one more time Fuck before yeah, Bran's like, "Let Hodor try. No, let just move." So they take Bran out of the basket, and Mira's like chilling with him, one arm. And Hodor just bashes at the door first. Yeah, dude. and he's like, "No, Hodor, use your legs and back. Like push against it, you fucking goon." All my uh, Resident Evil fans will know that it's like uh, Chris Redfield in Resident Evil 5 when he's punching the shit out of a rock and you just mash it <laughs> A to punch a rock and it's the most manly over the top action Jeez. sequence ever and it's terrible. Fuck this rock. Yeah, uh, that's what this reminded me nice. of because Hodor is just starts eventually punching the fucking door at one point and there's a loud shifting noise and sunlight comes in and blasts poor Bran right in the face, yeah, which this just... kid's been in fucking the crypt's darkness for like a, week, a or week or two at this point. Like, that sucks. Yeah. And then eventually they, they shove it open a little more and Osha's out and they Followed all Followed by fall. Rickon and then Hodor moves the door big enough for everybody to just kind of walk out. And the reeds carry Bran out and they stood in what... I mean, Winterfell's a rubble, obviously. The smoke is everything gray. It's scary. But they stood in the shadow of what remained of the first keep. Stone and shattered gargoyles lay strewn all across the yard. They fell in the same place I did. and The gargoyles were his friends, man. Yeah, dude. And Bran, so I think that's what's interesting. Is He only notices... Like one person that he recognizes with like uh, Poxy, Poxy, Poxy Tim, Tim or yep. Otherwise, like those were his real friends here yeah. in Winterfell. Was yeah. the castle itself? He would he always talked about that in Game of Thrones in that first chapter before he fell, uh, or the third. Well, chapter. Well, that's what like, I was noticing is it's 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 towers. It's the Stretches the architecture the that he's, well, it's the that stuff Bran would use, the stuff right. he would run, and, and the so, stuff he mentioned in that those yeah. chapters where he was like, "This the way this castle's keep would go here, but you yeah. would come out above." And so to see that, that's where he's seeing my friends have fallen. But he also notices, look how fucked they are. 
I how fell did I from survive? like how? Yeah, because oh. they were all broken into a million pieces. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a it's a great image, and Rickon immediately is like, I want to go home. I want Shaggy Dog and Hodor Hodors. And Osha's like, well, he was right. The castle's dead, and this is when Shaggy and Summer no, appear. No, so she says this little interesting line. Oh, yeah. That well, I'd like to toss in uh, just to put a little credence into that theory I mentioned earlier. A little foreshadowing or a little subtlety. She says, we've made enough noise to wake a dragon. Mm-hmm. And I, if they woke a dragon earlier with some kind of ritual, because I mean, the number of people that died, similar to how right, right, right. Summer Hall or the only death can pay for life. Right. Don't you, don't you bring up Summer Hall or uh, Mary Mazder yeah. with the the ritual there, and a lot of people died in there by fire. Oh my God, Mary Mazder! <laughs> sorry, I couldn't. Uh, I love it. Anyway, so yeah, uh, just wanted to point out yeah, her no, neat little uh, line yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, she she knows how loud they were, and yeah. uh, she's like, Lord nobody's Hunter. come though. Shaggy and Summer show up, and they're like, yo, what up, motherfuckers? And I, yeah, I love that. Shojin's like, all right, yeah, we should go, because Shaggy and Summer aren't the only two that are going to be attracted to this amount of death. And Osha's like, sure, but first let's hit the kitchens, and there may be actual survivors, yeah. so we should poke around. Yeah, so they spent the rest of the morning just doing a circuit of the castle, just checking for supplies, survivors, The anything. walls themselves were okay, charred here and there, but within was all death and destruction. The Great Hall's roof had fallen in. The glass gardens, completely destroyed. The stables were burnt. Hot water gushed from a crack in the library tower like the fucking castle itself is bleeding. Or crying. Or crying, but I took it more as a wound. Like this hot water that gushes through this fucking castle like a lifeblood. It's been described. That's so neat, though, from the the library tower. And it's bleeding, and it creates a small little lake underneath it. Like, Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um... The, uh, the bridge between the bell tower and the rookery had collapsed in the yard. Lewin's turret was gone. And there are a few fires that still burn here and there that they yeah. can see. He so, like, notices, all the high, yeah. like, his favorite spots to run. Right. And then he mentions the stables and right. thinks of his horse Dancer. Dancer. And he, he wants to weep. Yeah. Up, I, mean, like, I wanted to weep. It literally <laughs> is all the stuff that hits Bran's heart the most. Right. Because he, he, more than any other child, appreciated the architecture of Winterfell. Absolutely. The way it rose in yep. the ground, the and stones set. every and, little right. secret. And, and so and this is devastating to him. Yeah, and so Asha's kind of called out looking to see if anybody's around calling they came across like one dog but it bounced as soon as yep. it saw the wolves some ravens were picking at the stuff oh yeah the, the bodies are all yeah. tended by the birds and this is where bran recognizes poxy tim and sees the one but otherwise not too many others osha uh, says that if the gods are good well we get an interesting thing like of this, the yeah. charred guy who is burned oh. up and his hands are up like he's in a defensive so to add a little more credence to your theory, what the fuck kind of fire are the Boltons setting that's gonna immediately char somebody man in and inst- in kill them instantly in that way in his whole in so his that's sitting an position. interesting point. So Maybe he's just sitting there like the volcanoes right. of you know Mount Vesuvius and shit where they just it was so quick right, 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 right. stuck. So that's an interesting point. And he's what, charred because like, they were throwing torches we know from right. Theons. So if so, this dragon came out and just blah right if it was done. just a single blast like. The wolf said he saw a great mm-hmm. roar was a river of flame. And then dipped out. And then dipped out. Yo. Mm. There's a dragon awakening. There's here. a dragon Anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, Osha, so then uh, noticing this gods guy. Gods take those responsible others for this. Take. Oh, pardon me. If others. the gods are good, the if others that's will what, take. Yes, yes. And Bran says it was Theon. And, and she, she says, no, look. And points out a bunch of dead Iron Man and 
Black Iron Lauren, Man, Black and the, Lauren, the, the the Greyjoy symbol. But she's smart enough to notice uh, the others around Black Lauren. Yeah, like she the points ones he out, took out the Flayed Men sigil, and, Brand. and Brand's like the Boltons. Like, well, oh, as shit. as soon as like she calls it out, Bran says the Flayed Man of the Dreadfort, and Summer howls and darts off. Like, I mean, again, just the way he's freight like Summer's howling and darting off because it he senses Maester Lewin. Potentially, or because of the fear, because from of the, the fear of the Boltons and, yeah, and yeah, what they're going to be doing to his that. brothers, like, and yeah, this Amira immediately is like the gods would because apparently yeah, I don't she know, books her it. And Summer. Well, are, she takes off immediately after Summer, yeah. who went for the gods would, and they then everybody follow. trail behind and they see Maester Lewin. Well, they, hold the oh, fucking yeah, well, phone. I did jump over some great because shit. The, the, the forest is untouched. hardly affected. The pines on the edge are slightly charred, but... Jojen says, it isn't burned. Uh, There's a power here preventing it. Power in living wood. A power strong as fire. Yuck. Holy shit. So is this the exact power that Melisandre fears? These are the old powers that are waking, yo. This is the, like, it's a power strong as fire. It's Winterfell. Like, you keep saying there ain't shit in Winterfell. Powers are waking, motherfucker. Sure. I have never said there isn't shit in Winterfell. I have said certain things are red herrings. And I mean, I a dragon that. just woke up. The fucking Godswood is You're saying I say shit doesn't like, happen in Winterfell. We got a fucking old man <laughs> collapsed next to the goddamn pool under now, the heart tree. Once again, why has Lewin lived this long? Clearly everybody's gone. The fires have burned out. Do you think he would have survived as long as he has if he wasn't laying next no, to this I specific don't at pool? All. No. He I would have died out is, anywhere else. Bran was, you know, supposed to have this last encounter by the heart tree, I believe. It, and it it's was, right there. Now it's in it's like hit, written in the records forever now because it's in front of the eyes. Right. The eyes are away, opening again. Like fucking the trees just have eyes said again. This yeah, shit. The hills like, have eyes again. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> but there's a bloody trail, uh, as we said, under the heart tree near the still pool where Ned Stark used to clean and sharpen ice, lays Maester Ugh. Lewin, a bloody trail showing where he crawled. And Bran thought him dead, but when Mira touched his neck, I am assumed to get his pulse, he moans. What? Because you said that, I've noted it. Mira's sweet young touch invigorates Lewin back to life. I didn't know we were reading erotica. Yeah, and so when you said that he moans, I was like, oh, man. And the book says that he moans. I know. That's what I'm saying. They roll him over, and Lewin smiles seeing the boys. Yeah, of course he smiles. I fucking hate you. Gods be good, I knew, he said. And Bran's like, how'd you know? And he was like, the boys, they... I liked how... so The clothing fit, but not the one lad's legs. They were too muscled. Yeah, this motherfucker Bran's legs have heart. atrophied. Yeah, like, absolutely. So and, he says, because when he first rolls over... Over just that way, he says, Bran. And Rickon, oh, too. And Rick God's be too. good. God's yeah. be good. I knew yeah, it. And it's yeah. like, oh, motherfucking Lewin. Ah. Yeah. And he coughs up some blood, and he says, you you vanished out the into the woods. How? And this is when Bran <laughs> no, tells him. Like, we didn't. We, we went just... out for a little bit, double back, and we hid in the motherfucking crypts. And Lewin <laughs> chuckles. The crypts. As he, yeah. And, and this is when Bran's eyes filled with tears, because the maesters who you went to when people were hurt. Who do you take a hurt maester to? Dude, I'm telling you, I cho- I almost, I thought I was done here. Like, Where do the like, whores oh, go? Osha no. says they need to make a litter, but Lewin says he's dying, woman. And Dude, now, Rickon. I want to just say this again. Osha, this wildling who tried to kill Bran. Right. 
that she says we have to make this man a litter. Yeah, to the maester of the lords of Winterfell. She says we have to get him somewhere. Like we need to get him back. To yeah, help. yeah. She's ready to help him while risking her life for these two boys with the help of the like. Oh yeah, what she could have easily fucking... dipped on her own at any point. I think yeah. she's jumped to the top of like Brienne, Samuel Tarly, a fucking Osha is man. like one of my top five characters just because Re- how compassionate and hardcore oh, badass yeah, dude. she is. She's like she could have fled sick. at any point, but she stuck it out in this terrifying circumstance. But yeah, Rickon gets angry and says, "You can't." To Lewin says, in, saying he's dying, and Shaggy bared his teeth and growled, Again. "Hush, child." I'm much older than you and can die as I please. Again, I just love that Shaggy's the conduit for Rickon's feelings, mm-hmm. his emotions. And Bran tells Hodor to kneel down beside Lewin. And Lewin, this is when Lewin tells Osha, the boys, Rob's heirs, not together. And she, he tells her, because uh, she was like, yeah, I was thinking of going to the Kerwins. And he's like, you nah, can't. Clay Gwerwin's boy mm-hmm. is dead, and so is Roderick, Tallheart, Hornwood, all dead. Deepwood, Mott, Fallen, Moat, Kalen, Soon, Torrens, Square. And Osha's like, then fucking where, dude? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. White Harbor, the Umbers, I figure it out. War bitch. everywhere, each man against his neighbor, and with winter coming. Folly, mad black folly. And then he grabs Bran's arm and tells him to the- be strong. You need to be strong now, Bran. Bounty strong. <laughs> and Bran and- says he will be, and though it's hard. Cause- it was- you know, everybody. First, Micken and Roderick, and now Maester Lewin. Yeah, and so he tells him, you're a good boy. Your father's son, Bran. Now go. Go. You're a good man, Theon. Yeah, that kind of flashed through my head when I heard Yeah, yeah, well. me too. But, yeah. Uh, that's so sad. I know. Osha glanced at the werewood face and leave you for the gods. And he asks for a drink of water. And, and one, another boon, if you would. One last boon. And Osha's like, aye, and tells Mira to take the boys. And they leave. And Osha joins them a few moments later with no mention of Maester Lewin. So she... My number one badass bitch. Slit his throat to end his life mercilessly. She, yeah. Or mercifully. Mercifully. And, uh, yeah. Can I say... R.I.P. Lewin. I cannot wait for Osha to meet Arya. Uh, Osha, Brienne, Arya need to just have, like, a woman's fight club. Hell yeah, and dude. just beat the shit out of every Everybody, piece of shit in the yeah, Seven Kingdoms. Just go yeah. crazy. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm for this shit, yeah. yo. No, like, in those three, awesome. like, they'll just power yes. rule the country. Dude, that could be the, just the, yeah, that's the queen, the queen's guard, and the hand of the queen. Right, like, the queen's fucking... justice. All rolled and wh- well, which one's which? No, 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 no. It doesn't no, no, no. matter. That's the... You address the... us all as the one. <laughs> uh, so, she says that Hodor... Uh, must stay with Bran to be his legs. But she will take Rickon. With her, yeah. And Mira says, we'll stick with Bran. Mira's, or Asha's like, yeah, I kind of, I, I that makes sense. Yes, right. So they stop off at the kitchens and stock up on some food, and then outside make their farewells. Rickon, sobbing, hugged Hodor's leg until Osha gave him a little smack with the butt of her spear. Nate, sobbing, read that part. And then followed... He followed well enough after that. Shaggy Dog trailing behind them. 
and the last Bran saw of them was the dire wolf's tail vanishing around the corner of a tower. The broken tower. I love little Shaggy Dog's Dude, floofy tail. That's I, it. That's the end. That's the last we see of Shaggy Dog and, and Rickon. Rickon. We have not heard from these badass motherfuckers until Lord uh, Manderly Sent in front Davos. of Davos, the Unknight's secret mission. And so, whoo! Godspeed to you, Osha. Yo, she's fucking queen over Yo, there. Yo, fucking slay, bitch. Queen for a day. Fuck yeah. And so... They head off to the Hunter's Gate. They head out through the it's Hunter's so Gate. It's so warped by the heat that they can only get in about a foot up, so they have to squeeze under one by one. And they do. And Bran asks if they will go, will we go to your father and Greywater Watch? And Mira looks to Jojen for the answer. Our road is north. Our road is north. Yeah. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. At the edge of the Wolfwood, Bran turned for one last glimpse of the castle that had been his life. So this is the exact same thing he just did with Ned. Yeah. So it was Ned and now Winterfell as a whole here. Smoke still rose, but enough to almost seem normal on an autumn day. And from a distance, it's hard to tell that it was sacked and burned at all. The stone is strong. The roots of the trees go deep, and under the ground the kings of winter sit their thrones. So long as those remained, Winterfell remained. It was not dead, just broken, like me. I'm not dead either. Nah, Bran, you fucking ain't. Fuck yeah, dude. And, and that is the last Ooh. sentence. That's Clash of Kings. Of a Clash of Kings. Ladies and germs, pat yourself on the back. That's two books in a series. You're Holy so good at shit. this shit. So now you're inductee for Bran's last chapter. There's... A lot of options. Yes, here. there is so many fucking. Options. I mean, do you go with Winterfell mm-hmm. itself? You go in the long. Do you go with the any of the lords or kings of Winterfell's past? I do have you... to go with Lewin Oof. for just the genuine happiness that he gets before his death of seeing the boys alive and having at least a chance. Because you know. He did serve Theon doing his duty as he should, but... To the he, very end. He loved the boys. Like, Theon, he said he had no love for. Bran and Rickon, he, he obviously yes. did. And so him getting to see them give some last little bit well, of advice... He got that. That's a huge piece of advice. That's going to, I think, ensure both of their survival. If they stayed together, they might not have made the trip north, and right. so they, would got, they probably would have gotten captured or killed. And then he gets a... A nice non-begging death, uh, a quick pain. I mean, he, well, like he's been bleeding out for a while, so he's been in pain. For but a that's long it. Now time, it's, he doesn't have to any longer. And now it's done. And it's beside the fucking heart tree. And like, that's an offering to the old gods. Like, right, right in front of the heart tree, his blood went into the roots. Like, Lewin, we may see Lewin again one day. Who knows? And he so, could be Obi Wanning his right with Bran and Kenobi. Yeah. And so Lewin for. Tight. The, well, that's the last bit we see him be perfectly lined up with mine, which is Osha, the other one that did that slaying in front of the heart tree, which to me is almost like an atonement for her. Yeah, it's this, you know. Yes, I fled, I I ran, I was a wildling, but like I'm fighting against this darkness and trying to protect those that can help with this and and protect the innocent. Like she's doing a great thing, so I'm definitely giving mine to Osha, um, especially through Clash of Kings, the way she's clearly. From the time Theon showed up, uh, pretending to be on his team, like doing what she could to ensure the the safety and survival of these two Stark boys, 
So as much as I'd like to go with Mira and Jojen, I think that now we're going to have plenty of time to oh, yeah, yeah. give Jojen, them some great yeah. content. They're so, on the road alone. Yeah, they'll have their own stuff. Yeah, so that's our thoughts, feelings, and inductees on uh, Bran 8, 7, 8, seven. 7 of Clash of Kings. We did, of course, get an inductee from our favorite French fry, Julian. And he says, is that bonsoir? Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Zach and Nate. Yeah, that. Didn't even see the end of the book coming. There were so many pages left, I didn't figure they were appendix stuff. Dude, let me tell you, because your next thing, actually, continue the next one, and I'll answer both of those. Must have been confusing for first readers, for the first readers to find a brand chapter here. Nate, do you remember what you were thinking back then? So, I actually had to stop and think about it. He did. It was a pensive like. Mm. I had because like it was it was fuck like eleven years ago at least minimum, and first of all I was I know that I remember being of the same mind as you when the end hit of the book all those appendixes I was like holy shit I I'm done with the book like what the fuck, and I was completely on the. Yo, Theon fucking killed Brandon, Bran and Rickon. So it, this blew me the fuck away when I got to it because I am very do not look at the end of things. Mm-hmm. And so clearly, like, I didn't – it wasn't like, a, oh, I finished John. Oh, I'll read the next one tomorrow. I saw that shit. No, we're finishing this shit up. And so it blew my fucking mind. So yeah. he then goes on to say that – this whole chapter is so cool. The whole soul of Winterfell is here. The late kings, deceased great Starks of their time. The immortality of this castle. Broken as Bran, but not dead yet. The wilder- the wilderness, wildness of the wolves. Their strength and hunting abilities. The sadness of it all with the passing of Maester Lewin. Mm. The little heart. The intelligence of hiding all this time where no one would dare look for them. Our way is north. Absolutely gorgeous way to end the book. And now I cannot wait to read the prologue of A Storm of Swords. Inductee for this chapter, Brandon Stark. Each of you may choose which one you want among oh, all the brands can join us in the Brotherhood. Wow, thanks. you're giving us the power. So I'm going with the sword that Brand took, his namesake sword, Uncle Brandon, oh, cool. and Liana's brother. Nice. Because he's a hothead and I like him. Uh, I'm going with this brand. Cool. Because he he's... He's look just a kid, and he's granting everyone to and Look at this like motherfucker! Yeah, uh, yeah. The the kid that's in the present, he's living this now. He's like a badass. He's doing. He he's scared, man, and he's just trying to. He's so, losing his brother there. Uh, well, like, like I'd like to point out my concern about that is like he doesn't act like it. Right, I did notice that as he's, well. He, there's very little emotion spared for his and Rickon's farewell. So I was wondering if because that that specifically hit me there too. Now. um... Do you think that he's just because it's his point of view, he's skipping over that? He doesn't. Want, I don't want to remember all the crying I did about losing my brother. Do you think there wasn't any? You think he's he's prepared to see? I'm not sure. I uh, that's a that's a tough one to because he said we said our farewells right, and the last he ever saw of him, like it was very quick. Like I was actually almost caught off guard with how right, me too. All of a sudden, oh, they're leaving. Yeah. That's it. There's not that. That's that. I thought they were on the road a little. And part of me thought that split. that was almost intentional by Martin as showing he doesn't. He's trying to yeah, jump could be quick that. and pass that part. But, but anyway, Julian, thank you so much for your inductee. Throughout as always. Uh, your inductees throughout the entire book, we d- he does have uh, more to add, but it's his his book uh, his wrap up. Yeah, so, and we'll so we're going to save that for the next, next episode. episode. Again, write to us if you want some cool stuff. Your book inductees, any thoughts on Clash of Kings that you'd like us to include in that last episode? Otherwise, write in with uh. 
anything for next book that you want us yeah. to start with. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it, and we are so excited to be getting into Storm of Swords. Uh-huh. Sorry, that was just my excited noise. I oh, guess. is that? I, All I right. don't know. But yeah, write us in. Let us know discussion stuff for the wrap-up episode and Clash of Kings. Storm of Swords. Shit. Gotta get used to saying Storm of Swords Whew. now. Anyway, we'll catch you on the next one. Valor de Harris. Peace. <laughs>